Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin by Zashem BPW number 74. That's by Spinimi Shear for Women, Shear number 74. We're talking today about establishing respect, and there needs to be always a mutual respect, husband to wife, wife to husband. And in coin to terror thought, a Jewish woman is to respect her husband. And the Rambam writes that a woman should regard her husband as a king. But again, we have to understand what that means exactly. doesn't mean your highness, things like that. But it means a certain respect. And every woman wants to be able to look up to her spouse, wants to admire her spouse. But when you live in daily contact with a man, very often a woman will see a lot of things that's hard for her to respect. If he eats in an unpleasant manner, doesn't clean up after himself, Sometimes he appears to be lacking observance of certain mitzvahs. Maybe you want him to have a business ability that he lacks. Sometimes he makes some errors in judgment. Or he misplaces his glasses, misplaces his keys. Overly harsh with the discipline of the children. Or underly harsh, too lenient with the discipline of the children. Not managing his time effectively. Or overdoing it with being too structured with his time and so on and so forth, the general gamut of human weaknesses. So when a wife sees that, he's, she's not going to see a king. She's going to see a human being. And um, there'll be contempt that will replace the feelings of respect. A lot has to do with the simple familiarity that's there between a husband and wife on a day-to-day basis. That's going to happen. And it'll, it's both ways. On the other hand, it's not so difficult to respect a stranger. And we usually manage to treat our friends and our colleagues or distant relatives or others when we come into more superficial contact, we tend to treat them in a more respectful manner because we don't know these people well, so we still respect them. So what happens is a paradox. Our closeness to our spouse results in a state of a mutual relaxation that exposes all the weaknesses. So a husband sees more of the flaws of his wife, and the wife sees her husband's faults, and she makes less effort to hide her own faults. No eager-to-please Kala anymore. No eager-to-please Hassan anymore. And they become their real selves, but their real selves have some unpleasantness, like every human being has that side of them that is not always pleasant. But the bottom line is, is that every husband, every wife still has a normal set of feelings, no matter how long you're married. And it does matter to a husband how his wife speaks to him and what he says. And again, it's emphasized on the men's side as well. It matters the way he talks to his wife. doesn't make a difference how familiar you are with her. The same thing a woman. If she wants to enjoy happiness in her marriage, then it's important to be careful of her husband's feelings more than anyone else, more than that stranger, more than that distant relative, more than that colleague. Because normally she can control her speech and actions for the benefit of others, but it's lax with her own husband, who is the most important person in her life. 
Now, why is respect so important? So, in the book, um, Ezer Konegdoi by Sarah Radcliffe, she says that respect is the foundation upon which love rests. And the truth is, is there's a lot of um, factual basis behind that. Respect alone won't make a happy marriage, but without respect, you can't have a happy marriage. Respect is an intrinsic characteristic of a relationship which allows growth of positive feelings. A true, real friendship only exists when there is a respect as well as love. If you lack respect, it stunts the growth of a relationship. It prevents the growth of a relationship. A woman who does not respect her husband, it will be very difficult for her to love him. Thus, it is essential that a wife cultivates the ability to respect her husband and we need to work through to see how that happens. Now, on the men's side, we speak as well to them that they have to work on earning that respect by behaving more properly and working on themselves. Like we said all along, that most of the marriage work is self-work. Husband, his self-work, and the wife, her self-work. So the idea is, the first step is for a wife to increase her ability to respect her husband the way he is, is to think of specific behaviors that she can learn to respect. Firstly, to recognize that every act of chesed for another person is considered a mitzvah. And any display of thoughtful, respectful behavior you're being mekayin the mitzvah of a haftalah So for the very simple fact that she is mekayin the mitzvah say of a haftalah kamaicha, which on the men's side we say the l'riacha, the first one that you love like yourself is your wife. And for the wife, the first person ought to be mekayin the mitzvah of a haftalah kamaicha for is her husband. So the Torah is saying to behave this way to all human beings, but specifically more to the ones that are extremely close to you, especially your husband. So when you act more respectfully towards your husband, even if you don't feel that respect yet, you will eventually come to respect him as well. How do we know this? Who is the one who is an honored, honorable, the one who honors the Briois. When she treats him with respect, it elevates him. It it sparks over a period of time that he it sinks into his head that he's worthy of respect and he will learn to act accordingly. Another concept is is to recognize that Hashem arranged the Zivig, that this husband is meant for you. Now, when Hashem chooses a, a, a zivig, the true zivig, does not mean that it's a perfect person, exactly to your satisfaction and exactly to your enjoyment. No. Rather, one's husband is perfect in the sense of being the exact person required to help a wife reach her spiritual perfection. And it goes both ways. Again, we say the same thing per the men. 
that the wife that's meant for him is not a perfect human being, but perfect exactly for him to reach his perfection. Which means Hashem knows every human being has strengths and weaknesses, and Hashem knows which strengths and which weaknesses in a husband will help fulfill the wife's spiritual potential. For example, if a, if a girl grew up being very, very in, impatient, with living with a particular type of a husband, she will learn to develop that patience. Many midas will be elevated and refined through the challenge of living with one spouse, husband to wife, wife to husband. So in, it's a choice. Instead of looking at the faults of her husband, that would come to disdain him and disrespect him because of it. A wife can attempt to see how this fault may play a role in helping her improve herself. And that also will aid in respecting her husband. The one thing that it may mention in the book later, but the concept is is that very every fault is a myla looked at it in a different way. For example, if someone is extremely um, structured and organized, which is a myla, but it's a chesarn in a way because they'll tend to nitpick or be annoyed when something's out of place. So it's like two sides of that coin. You'll have a clean house, you'll have an organized way of running things and the way you like that, but on the other hand, there'll be these nitty-gritty things that annoy your husband or your wife and you have to learn how to deal with that. Then you have the reverse, where it's, it's an open type of a house, warm and, and friendly, but lack of structure, which means things are more loose, which could irritate a lot of people. So the Mila is the Chesarin, and the Chesarin is the Mila very often. That's another thing to really look at. Another thing, she says, that's a fascinating concept, is respect is not an all-or-nothing proposition. You know, to say that blanket statement, I don't respect my wife, I don't respect my husband, that blanket statement is a distortion of thought, a cognitive distortion. Because it's impossible that there's nothing to respect about another human being. He has certain midas that are not refined. There are other midas that you could find that are worthy of respect. He may talk a little more rough, but he's a hard worker. Um, He may have a lot of redeeming and respectful characteristics, even though one or two of those characteristics bother you a lot. Every person has faults. So if uh, any spouse, husband or wife, is going to conclude that that fault renders their mate unacceptable, that's a terrible distortion. You could say, for example, I don't respect this particular aspect that my husband is exhibiting or my wife is exhibiting, but I do respect this other aspect and quality in my husband or in my wife. So there at least you are acknowledging that there is aspects of your husband or your wife that's worthy of respect. The main Nakuda is and again, this is a two-way street. We're just talking to the women right now. Is that a woman needs to respect her husband's limitations. That's the crucial element of respect 
on the husband's side, we, we, we also same idea. If a wife has limitations, she's not, you know, the most organized person in the world. She gets tired quickly, as an example, or whatever her limitation is. A husband needs to respect that, and a, and 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 a, and a wife needs to respect her husband's limitations. There's some people that are go-getters, some people that are more relaxed about it. She needs to understand what her husband intrinsically is not. He, she, it's very, very unlikely that her husband will be all things to her. A best friend and her psychologist and her therapist and her mentor and her Rebbe and her father and her brother. And if he lacks some of those aspects, then she'll have a severe feeling of disappointment. Because he let her down. And she will disrespect him for not fulfilling all those needs adequately. And that's a very unrealistic expectation. That causes the wife to disrespect her husband. This is a common thing going both ways. Wives don't respect husbands. Husbands don't respect wives because they have unrealistic expectations in their mind. And when they have realistic expectation and they understand normal healthy flaws normal, healthy, mindless, they will learn to appreciate all the good qualities that's within their spouse and actualize those and learn to deal with the aspects that have flaws that need to be worked on. So the idea is many men, for example, are good at doing one thing at a time with intense concentration. Um... Men sometimes, even though they're stronger physically, sometimes they become more vulnerable with illnesses and things like that. Women generally function in a more intense emotional way, and they could do many things simultaneously. They lack muscular strength, not as much as men have it, but they have good physical endurance. A lot of times they're able to tolerate more pain. So the bottom line is, is Hashem created men and women differently for each one to fulfill their unique task in life. And a woman generally is able to con- handle different things in different areas while a man is suited for specific things. And the idea is, is they have an interdependent relationship with one another where each one mutually benefits the other in a healthy partnership. And that is the concept behind what a healthy marriage is supposed to be. So the key is, is that even if there are flaws here, there's a lot to respect. There's a need to work on healthy respect for one another. Husband respecting a wife, a wife respecting a husband. And there's a lot to respect. And you behave that way, you elevate the person. You treat a person with dignity, ultimately they will become more dignified. Bracha and